crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. That's right. That's Steve Hudson right there. That's the voice of Steve Hudson. He is the, uh, what is it? I guess this is the 13th round of uh, Speaker of the House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, I put my uh, my vote in for Steve. I'm going to nominate Steve for the next Speaker of the House. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan Ramirez. How's it going? Hello. Welcome to 2023 and... Episode 201 now, Steve. Dude, that is amazing. Yeah, I think that there are other shows, though, where it's like, oh, we're on 200, and it's, it's it, it doesn't seem, like, we've taken some time off, so it seems like it's taken a real long time to get here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, well, here we are. Here we are on another ciento, dos cientos y uno, I believe is how you say it. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, that's you know your, me. That's the Ramirez coming out. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> you ever need a guide through Mexico, you call me up. You know what? Oh, have you? This is a random question. Have you? Have you landed on where you're going to travel this year? Uh, no, not yet. I'm still okay. pushing right. for London. Okay. I just uh, we got to wait until the job kicks in. The upcoming job kicks in. All right. Like, okay. Here's a good. Here's another reason why I can't really plan anything yet, Steve. You, this is I can talk to you about this because you can relate, and maybe you can give me some advice on this. We're going to talk work for a second, ladies and gentlemen. So every year. About this time, uh, we get this email that says, hey, it's time to do your annual vacation, meaning that mm-hmm. they're going to give you an allotted amount of time, whatever you make, and then you have to spread that out over the course of the year and plan your vacations, right? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing tomorrow, Steve. That's so how crazy. am I supposed to plan a vacation? And then on top of that, this other thing that we don't talk about much, there's this whole seniority thing going on there. So I could put in for, like, let's say I want to go to, uh, you're asking, Steve, let's say I want to go to London in August, right? So I put in for seven to 10 days off in August. That means that someone has to like that, that has a seniority over me has to be like, ah, that's cool. Let him have it. If not, then I got to start planning the vacation over again. That is true. I don't know how people do it. That is very, very true. I mean, cause if you, you got to wait till you get approved for everything. Yeah. And then how am I supposed it. to like lock stuff in? If I'm waiting for middle management to tell me, Hey man, sorry. Uh, Brett's already working. Yes, or already taking the day really, off. Especially if like uh if you work on it with your significant other and they're like, all right, let's let's, you know, sync exactly, up. Exactly, dude. Off, yes. And then you're like, all right, we're synced. We're like, not technically until yeah. I get approved. And then I we're gotta not. sync yeah. not only with the yeah, the both of us and our jobs absolutely. we have to sync with. So absolutely. I don't know. I don't know, honestly, man. I mean, well, like, now, I would now love that to say full time and I mean not full time, but now that you're um you have seniority. The chances are higher that you're going to get what you want. True, but I'm still behind like three people. Oh, you're fine. So as long as I don't do anything like I want Christmas off. Exactly. Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. They take all. I get Thanksgiving off anyway. But well, like I'm they, saying the days before and after. Right. Those are normally taken, dude. Yeah. And they're, not, they're definitely going to be like, fuck you, Dan, next this year because I was off for three months. So I made them miss their time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. They were calling me up talking about or texting me talking about, hey, we miss you. When are you coming back? And I was just like, I was just laughing. You don't miss me. You just miss being off this time of year, which is pretty funny. And I, I enjoyed think, it. I mean, I, I know, dude, you should. I'm looking forward to breaking something or, or, or tearing something and doing this all <laughs> over again. I don't know the last time 
I mean, I haven't not worked for three months since I was, I think, a t- in my a teenager. I've had two months off surgery. Well, yeah, because I had, you know, I've had other shoulder surgeries. Yeah. So it's like I've yeah. had two months off, but never three. And the extra 30 days really does play it on. It makes you, a bro. difference. It makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. It's it's like good and bad because you go to that point where it's like, like if you're not working from home and you're not doing anything to maintain your current career at home while you're on vacation, you're, see, I called it vacation. It's actually surgically. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I turned my brain off, man. And it was like that extra 30 days gave me a chance to go, oh, I can focus on like so many other things. And that's, it was really, it's been very hard for me to like get back into the groove since I've been back. Well, I mean, I think once you, uh, the more you work, obviously, I think you're, you know, Obviously, you're going to get into your groove. But sure. I, I don't think there's going to be anything like those three months. No, no, no. Until I take my next three months, Steve. I mean, hey, if you have enough vacation time, you could be like, hey, I'm leaving for a month. No, no, no. I'll just do the surgery thing. I'll get paid. Oh, okay. All right. Get disability no for get your, it. Get your uh, your little toe fixed. Something. I don't know what's up. Man. It, it got, folks, if you're going to start walking or running, just watch out for your toes, man. I got a, like a whole, uh, got an apocalypse going down on my second digits. I don't know what's up. It's pretty gross. Well, actually. I, I think uh, <laughs> you should get it checked out, bro. I'm going to. I'm not an idiot. I'm just saying, like, I, I showed the doctor at first when it was just starting. And he's like, ah, yeah, you're fine. Send me a picture in a month or something. So I did. Didn't hear anything. But now the second, the right foot's starting to do it now on the second toe. And I don't know what's up. I think it's the, I think it's my gait is what it is, Steve. You're, you think so? It's my gait. Yeah. Because okay. I'm walking like seven miles. I, I was going eight and I went, you know what? That's too much. That's too many miles a day. So I, I cut it back to like six and a half. Sometimes I do seven, but I think it's just too many miles. I'm walking in the way with my gait. I think I'm, I'm doing something to my toes. Don't know what's up. Well, is there, is there a reason maybe your knees or something that you don't, instead of going seven miles walking, you just don't do three miles running. I, yeah, my knees. It's okay. just, it's, right. it's hard. Running's really hard on my, uh, my okay. shock absorbers. So I don't do it anymore. I used to run all the time. I just, I've tried, like I'll start walking and then I'll start running and I'll be like, mm, no. And like a good way of looking at it is I'm sure when you were running, you would see other people that were running past you or whatever. Right. And you can see like, you can tell by their gait, whether they're as Gail and I call them gazelles, where they're just like running freely bouncing. There's all kinds of shock absorption mm-hmm. or the guys that are like, Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm running these days. Not yeah, that, to that degree, ugh. but it's coming. But I see some people that are walk like we go walk out at Woodward Park and we just see yeah. these guys, you know, that are like in their their later years, let's say. And they're just like, ow, 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 oh, with every dude. step. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't look man. fun. So walking is, uh, that's my jam. I don't do long run. I'll do like a two mile with a weight vest and call it a day. Yeah. I don't do those long five mile. No, no, no. No, no there's no. definitely something to be said about working smarter and not harder. Oh, dude. Yeah, you know? I mean. If I won't run, if I do the Muay Thai thing, since we do 15 minutes of jump rope, yeah. I won't run, period. That That's it before the workout. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. And then we do the workout and uh, I feel like I got a good run in. And then I, you know, I just go to the gym. But dude, I, I those jogging days for me, I I don't think that unless, unless I have to, as in like, hey, I didn't work out at all. I was stuck doing something. Yeah. Then I'll do. But other than that, I just won't do it, man. Well, I don't know if it's because it's been the sole source of my in my exercising or something like that. But if I don't get it done, I start feeling like like my day's not going right. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like I, I feel like I'm missing something. And I really enjoy being out there, like getting all that sunshine and stuff, all that vitamin D. So 
I think I'll continue, but I think I'm going to cut back and start incorporating other stuff into because I think once I'm clear in February, I'm going to there's there's going to be some form of like a, a physical exercise that I'm going to adopt. And I'm not entirely sure what yet. I know weightlifting, weight training is yeah. going to be part of it. But I don't know, man. Maybe you, maybe you will see me in that Muay Thai gym. At I'm some waiting, bro. Nine we'll o'clock see. class. I we'll think see. here's what I guarantee you. You know what's going to suck, though, is if you whip my ass or I do something dumb in this class or I fall on my ass or throw up or whatever. Uh, I'm not going to hear the end about it on the show. Oh, you will, though, because I know people that did throw up and I never bring it up. Or if they had a bad day. I don't know. Something in that room. like yeah. uh, Cruz Stays says, in that room. Yes. Yeah, like he's like, this is a temple. I get it. He's like, if somebody's having a hard time, the only thing, like if someone, if we do the sit-ups, like we'll do 60 weighted sit-ups. And if someone's not finishing, I won't move on to push-ups until I'm next to them counting off with them. Be like, come on, let's get it done. Let's get it done. And I'm not like, oh, I couldn't hit it, huh? No, 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 no. Because, you know, you'll, I guarantee if you go once, you're going to be like, Steve, I got to do that again. Like, I know, because now your body's like, we can do this. We can do this. Yeah. This we can do. You know what yeah. I'm mean? Uh-huh. I get that. My body's doing this thing right now where it's like, okay, Dan, you've been walking a bunch, but you need something else now. Like, if yes. I, my body's telling me, do something else. I don't know yes. what it is. Stretch, do something. But I'm at this. It's really cool, man. Um, I mean, we'll get off talking about all this kind of shit, but it's like. It's nice to actually hit the ground running when a new year starts versus going, okay, it's a new year. I'm going to get into the gym today. You know what I mean? Like it's already, I'm already there. I'm already in it and it feels good this time. It feels like it's going to last. Yeah. I I can't wait to see your, um, uh, your picture on our hallway of the, what do they call it? Oh, the uh, everyday heroes. Everyday heroes. I walk down. I'm so competitive. I'll be walking by like, look at this schlub. This fool didn't do nothing. Look at can't even smile right in this picture and shit. Gee, I would not pose for a everyday hero. I don't think I would either. First of all, I hate I I think I've told you I don't think I'm very photogenic at all, and I tend to ruin pictures. So oh my God. and I hate looking at myself in pictures. You know, there's very rare there's a very rare moment where I'll be like, Oh, that was a good picture of me. Yeah. So I don't think I could I would be like, Let me look at that one real quick. Okay, hold on, let's get another one. All right, let me see. Yeah, what can you do? You got Photoshop? You know what I mean? I would, yeah, I would not be a fun person to do this with. No, I, I couldn't do it only because uh, I don't see the point. I really don't see the point. Like, I'd rather a person tell me I'm dope than to put it up on a picture. Just tell me. Like, when, when I used to be in bands when I was younger, we would take pictures of our little band and stuff like that and <laughs> yeah. have someone take a picture of us. And I'd always look good when it was one of those shots, you know, like where you're like looking off to the side or something. You're like oh, doing yeah. something. You're not ready. Yeah. You're doing something. You know what I yeah. mean? But like, if you're like looking at it's always fucked up. I'm, I'm looking at the camera. It's like, which eye is looking at the camera? You know, it's just always something jacked up. Body dysmorphia, G. It's a bitch. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get it. You gotta be like, I'm a handsome lad. You just gotta let yourself know. Now, that. I know this, but it's just my mind doesn't want to agree to it you know what i mean it's like i see what's in front of me here i'm looking at this but it's just my mind's like nah it's an illusion hey did you this is so random did you see that story about nothing else matters the song yeah no that laza Ulrich put up on twitter no what'd he do <laughs> no it's a good actually he said um he said homeboy did not want headfield did not want to put it on the album oh yeah he, i knew that do you know where you how he wrote it he how he wrote it? I know he wrote it about an ex-girlfriend. He this is so depressing. Cause it's something I would have done when I was a herb. Mm-hmm. And so it just shows how young they must have been. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, these guys must have been like 20. They're like, I think probably like approaching 30. When they oh Jesus Christ. He was 
He was on the phone trying to get his girlfriend back. Yeah. He's like, let me sing a song that I wrote. <laughs> like he sang it to her over the phone. And Lars Ulrich was passing by and he was like, hey. He's like, no. And Hellfield was like, no, no, no. That's just for her. And you Hel- know and- what would make a great Metallica song? <laughs> you were just singing these lyrics, man. And it was just like hitting me so hard. You're right, though. Nothing else matters except Metallica. Let's do it. But it was kind of a dude. Like, if Hetfield was like, I don't feel comfortable, I was like, why would Lars push it? But then I thought of who he was. I'm like, oh, of course he pushed it. And he made him put him on the album. And Hetfield was like, well, good thing he did. Yeah. He's like, but at the time, he was like, come on, man. I'm trying to win my. This is. <laughs> uh, Lars Ulrich is like uh, Gene Simmons, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's All gonna, money. Can I, pre- can I put some money on this thing here? That's can I it. Can I make this into money that goes into my account? Then that let's, let's is... go ahead and do that. And hey, I can't hate on it, man. You know what? I'd probably do the same shit. No, dude. Not to the degree of pinball machines and stuff like that. Although dude, a cool, I, cool ass H O N pinball machine would be pretty dope. No one would buy it, but I would like it. You should. You know what? You should probably airbrush that joint. Make yes, one. Maybe I will. Now, how do you airbrush a pinball machine into I'm existence? Say, I'm saying, like, get an old one, take off the exter- Oh, can you draw? No. Okay. That's the problem, Steve. I can paint. Can't draw. I. Th- Dude, you you used to not be able to paint. Yeah, that's not true. I've always painted. Oh, you life. always were painting. Yeah. Damn. My dad was a car painter, man. I was like spraying cars and shit when I was a kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got that knack. It's all in the wrist. <laughs> Your strong wrists. Hell yeah, got some strong ass wrists. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm gonna change the uh, tone here for just a second and tell you about something that happened to me this week. That. If you didn't hear anything about it, I did post something on Facebook, so I don't know if you saw anything about it, but if you didn't, uh, I'm about to tell you a crazy-ass story because I literally saw, and this is no exaggeration, saw the probably one of the most disturbing sights I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh. Uh, was it Monday night? Monday night? Tuesday night? I was going to work, and uh, I was driving. Uh, this is for This is for Steve, so he can kind of put it into reference of where we were because it was right by our place of work, Steve. I was on alluvial and i was going eastbound ready to cross over to or excuse me ready to turn right on fresno to get into the parking lot of our oh yeah 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 yeah. you feel me so i just passed under the underpass right there by the freeway i'm with i'm gonna turn right on fresno and then i'm gonna get into the parking lot yes okay so i'm right there it's pouring rain it's dark and it's just pouring rain and there's traffic going by crazy right so I'm at the corner and I'm waiting to do my turn and I see out of the corner of my eye I see three figures like three people that are at the cross you know at the the beginning of the crosswalk so they're on the uh, east side of this this multi crosswalk do you feel what I'm saying I'm with you they would be on the north west corner yes okay so sorry for the confusion if anyone's listening but I need Steve to understand what I saw so they're walking the 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 one of the people runs across the street against the red light and oh, goes towards Jesus like where the liquor Christ. store is right there. Yes. Runs across the street, gets all the way across the street, right? Now what I think I'm seeing is I think I'm seeing a mother and two kids. This is what I think I'm seeing. Okay. So the kid runs across the street and I say the kid because it was you know shorter than the other ones, it doesn't really matter, but that's what I think I'm seeing. And then all of a sudden I see the two kind, the two that were left on the corner, kind of like reluctantly start to scramble across the street against the red light. So they make it to like the median. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay. So this is where it's important to kind of figure out what I'm saying. So they're at the median, right? They're still like the other, you know, the other lanes to cross over before they get to the corner. 
and I, I'm like, oh no, oh fucking no, I, oh no, like I know what's coming, and the, and I'm like, this is really really bad. But what I didn't expect was how it went down. So I'm thinking these people are going to get hit by a car. This is what I think because it's just crazy. Oh, for There's sure. a yeah. shit ton of traffic. Yeah. It's raining and everything. And not to mention that they were both wearing like black parka type. Uh-huh. So it, it's dark. They just blended into the road, right? So, and this is all happening within like a split second. All of these things that I'm telling you, I'm like, oh no, it's going down. Oh shit, there's nothing I can do. Like I couldn't even roll down the window and be like, don't go or nothing because they wouldn't have heard me. Yes. So what hap- what I think happened was the... Because what ended up paying, it ended up being, in the, the who I'm talking about right now ended up being an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old, okay? Oi! Two girls. And I think the 13-year-old, being the more brave of the two, ran, started to run out into the street to cross over. The second one either followed or did follow, but I think was more like reluctant and maybe even possibly tried to pull the kid back, but got pulled herself. Do you know what I'm saying? Like being the yeah. lighter of the two kids. So she kind of got pulled into the street. As this happens, there's a car that's going at least 45 miles an oh, hour. Oh, here we go. On, like right there on that lane. Not, you know, like the, the fast lane, Jesus. if you will, the left lane. So it's just, it's like them, the street, and then that car. Okay. It all happened so quick, I know. But I, she ste- they step out into the street, dude, and I hear what sounds like a baseball bat hitting metal. Just bam! Like, I've never heard a sound like that before. And I've seen this shit in movies and I've even seen it on like YouTube videos and stuff like that, but I've never seen this. And I want to stress right now that I am not exaggerating at all. I can only give you what I think is the distance because I was like away from it. You know what I'm saying? But in my opinion, what happened was the first kid, the 11 year old got clipped by the car, dude, shot this little kid up, Steve. I swear to God, at least eight to 10 feet in the air, like a rag doll. Oh my God. And just flew. Like it was like a rag doll. Like someone just flinged a rag doll. I saw this whole, I saw the impact and I saw the the launch. And then the second one who was the one, the older kid who was like into the street further got taken by the car at that speed. So she got hit full impact and then like launched. About 15 to 20 feet, because I saw like once she was like in her spot lying down on the ground, I would say easily, no exaggeration, 15 to 20 feet, bro. Because they're kids. They don't weigh anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh So, so okay. So I'm like, oh my fucking God, I'm freaking out. I I go to turn to pull over and I was going to run across the street to see if I can help. But like there, I was in the, there's a bus lane right there. And I'm like, oh fuck, I can't pull up in this bus yeah, lane because it's no. already like getting crazy now. So I had to do a U-turn. I come back around, I pull over, I run out and I'm like running towards the littlest little kid who is now the one that launched in the air like 10 feet, Yeah, who is now lying in the street in a position that no human should be in. Like Oi. just, just picture Oi. like having like a doll thrown in the air and it just, yeah. like, and it just lands in this Rag weird. Doll, yeah. Yeah. So she's like that, not moving at all, not oh moving Lord. at all. And there's blood just gushing out the side of her head. Oy. So I run over there. I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I getting myself into here? This is I'm I'm oh, I'm above. What am I trying to say? There's other people, but I felt like I am way in above my head right now. But I'm just going to go because I feel like I have to. You know what I mean? But luckily, I go over there and there was a lady that was that I guess she was like on the corner when it all happened. And she ran over there. So she was with the kid and she's like, it's okay. There's a doctor right over there. She points to the guy said, okay, cool. I'm going to step away. Let them do their thing. But when I went back to the street, I hear, Oh, it's this little voice. And it's like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. And it's the kid that made it across the street initially. 
So oh. I go and I start talking to this kid and I'm thinking, are you, you know, like, I, cause again, I, I didn't know who the, the, uh, the older kid was, I still thought it might've been like a mom or something yes. like that. But I said, is that your mom? Is this your family? He's like, no, those are my friends. They were walking back from the movies. Mm. They were walking back from the movies and that makes sense. this happened. But Jesus. so I go, you know, do you want me to call your parents? Do you, and he's like, I'm talking to my mom right now on the phone who, my God, the mom, dude, there, there's just a certain level of ignorance that people have. I don't know if it's shock. I don't know what exactly it is, but the kid is bawling his head off, you know, in the evening, it's raining. He's screaming into the phone that his friends might be dead and yes. the, and, I, and he's talking into the speaker phone. So I hear this yeah. whole conversation and the mom's like, stop it. Nah, nah. And I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> I go, he's serious. <laughs> I go, he's serious. And there's this other yeah. lady too, who was like staying with the kid. She's like, no, he's, you know. He's serious. We just saw something terrible, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. And then, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. She starts freaking out. And I, and the kid said, my dad's on the way. So finally this kid's dad gets there. Right. And yes. this dude is like, he's the, uh, uh, machismo King gets out of the car. Doesn't matter the nationality, course, but let's dude. just say I won't go to the movies with him. Okay. <laughs> 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 and, uh, so he gets out of the car and instead uh, of being like, oh my God, dude, are you okay? Come here. He's like, see, stupid. I tell this is why I tell you not to fucking do it. Like, starts yelling at him. It's, oh, you're so Lord. stupid. And I know oh, this probably didn't make Lord. it better, but I walk up. I go, hey. I go, this fucking this kid just saw his fucking friends possibly die in the middle of the road, and you're over here. You don't even know what's going on, and you're just yelling at him. How about you take a look right over there to your left and see what the fuck's going on before you start yelling at your kid? Yeah. And then he like, oh, okay, okay. But then all he ended up doing was just like, see, stupid, like talking under of his course. breath and shit. Yeah. Total yeah, yeah. piece of shit. I just felt so bad for that kid. But long story short, uh, I had to call my my boss Dave and say, hey, uh, I just saw something crazy. I think I may have just seen like a mom and her kid die, like like for real. I'm going to be late to work. So I ended yeah. up not coming into work for like a half an hour. I had to stay. I, uh, I had to move my car because of fire. The paramedics came. And they're like honking at me. So I moved my car and I couldn't get into the parking lot for whatever reason. So I ended up going all the way back around and I pull back into the parking lot again and I go and give my statement. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. But I didn't see anything on it about the, you know, on the news about it or anything that evening. But then the next morning I started seeing it. And apparently, the 13-year-old, who I did see talking and moving around a little bit, uh, is in stable condition. They're over at Fresno Community Hospital. And the, the, the 11-year-old, to the, from what I know, is in critical condition but alive and breathing. So Good, dude. But I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I just watched life leave someone. Like, I've never seen any shit like that before in real life. And I hope Jesus. I never see anything like that. Because speaking of walking, Steve, it's fucking with me now. Like, it's not, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Like, oh, PTSD and I'm going to make it all about Dan or anything. But I would be lying to you if I said that it's not affecting me. Like, I, it's been kind of keeping me from sleeping a little bit because I keep seeing the impact. Bam, bam, bam. I keep seeing it in my head. Especially, I think I would be a little easier with it if it was adults. I've seen some really fucked up shit in my line of work. I've seen hands missing. I've seen limbs, like going in directions that they shouldn't go. I've seen big bloody gashes and everything, but I think it's the matter of it being two little kids. That's fucking with me. You know what I mean? So like, I'm like walking across the street and stuff now when I'm going on my, on my walks and I'm like really, really extra cautious and constantly looking behind me, making sure that no car is going to come take me out. It's very strange, but yeah, oh, for that, sure, dude. that was my, uh, that was my Monday, I believe. Oh, that was Monday or Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. But yeah, it was nuts, bro. It was really, really crazy. And I hope I never see anything like that again. And and folks, if you're listening, and don't let your kids run out in the rain. 
Like, you know what I mean? Just tell them, no, you can't go to the movies or something like that. Or they shouldn't be walking around at night like that. It just, it just shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. It was the perfect storm for like a death, and I'm just so glad that nothing happened. Or at least uh, no deaths have been reported so far. Or it's even easier. But like, you know, make sure your kids understand to walk when you have the right of way. Even though accidents can still happen. Yeah, my, my statement comes from, I think... Uh, a little bit more like that particular intersection right there is just loaded with some pretty shady homeless people. And I just don't think that's a safe area for kids to be walking. So that's kind of where it came from, from uh, other conversations that I've had over the course of the week, talking to people about what I saw and stuff like that. It's just like, just, yeah, you know, if your kids got to walk that particular stretch of the road, maybe don't let them. I was in San Francisco recently uh, when I had to go take care of that passport situation for yeah. Sarah. And it trips me out, man. Like, like, I guess it's just a matter of being sheltered, like being a city person like myself, because like we're in the worst part of town taking care of this situation with the passport. Right. Like little kids should not be walking in this area, period. There's people smoking meth right out in front. It's just a terrible, terrible area. And like there's a elementary school right there. So there's just like lines of little kids walking over this. It's just crazy, man. I guess I guess my level of uh, comfort really just depends or a person's level of comfort really just kind of depends on where you're at. Right. Oh, Does that sure. make sense? Do you know what I'm no, saying? Like yeah, I'm just, so, I'm so used to this level of comfort and I, things that I would not do in my area. But apparently, if you got to do it, you got to do it. You got to let your kids walk through busy city streets and shit to get their education. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a uh, yeah. It's like you said. It's the comfort. It's the comfort. Like I know my mom was like the things she let me do in L.A. She's like I would never let tell you to let Maj do it. I wouldn't have him do that. But she's like at the time, it's just what we knew. We were used to it. And I was like, yeah, it's just what you're used to, you know, and you never thought. And also as a kid, you never danger is never. I mean, you think you're in. I think you have an idea of what danger is, but you haven't been exposed to how crazy humanity is for long enough. Right. You're nine years old. You don't have, you know, oh, it's kind of scary, but I'm good. Whereas, you know, like by the time you're 20, you've realized, oh, humanity, humans are nuts. And so you're way more scared at 20 than you are at nine. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. I'm sure that, yeah, I'm, I'm unfortunately I'm sure that these kids felt like you know they totally were going to make it across the street. They're fine because they've never heard of they probably never heard of people just getting hit by cars, or they've never known any kids that got hit by cars. So what are the chances that it would happen to them? I don't know Which, if you like did a lot of walking around in the streets when you were when you were younger and stuff, but it's like we've all been in that situation at least once where our buddy yeah. runs across the street. And they're like, ah, nah. No Rambo. It was like a game of Frogger, dude. That's how bad it was. (laughs) Like there was just, it just shouldn't happen. It was terrible. And it was on Monday, by the way, because I was thinking, man, how many fucked up things are going to happen in one day? Like that was the day that Jeremy Renner gets uh, run over by the snowplow. And then, uh, and and also uh, Damar Hamlin just dropping, dropping dead on the field for a second while they revived him. That was just a crazy, weird day of, of things that are of like uncommon things. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that was a we talked about that last night. As a matter of fact, this guy that really uh, he knows football, and I was like, "Well, break it down. What exactly happened?" And uh, I was like, "It's just sad because imagine being the, his mom on the side watching this, mm. and you're wondering." And I'm shocked that more. I'm shocked that more television broadcasts weren't like, "Should we be broadcasting this?" You know, we might be seeing someone die. Right. I didn't see it live, 
but I did, you know, watch some video afterwards because I wanted to see what was going on. And I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, wow, there's a lot of like a lot of people carried this. That's a lot of uh, yeah, footage of him just lying there. I mean, yeah, the team was around him and everything like that. But still, you know, that's a. But also, I think football's well, like, why are we still doing this? I mean, it's never going to stop because no. we love seeing the gladiators go against each other. Yeah. We I mean, people do. Yeah, we're like essentially football. watching these days like like today's modern gladiators. That's it. And, you know, especially I mean, I can't say anything. I watch, you know, I watch the freaking Muay Thai fights. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not I'm, knocking it. I'm just saying yeah, that's I'm what like, we're doing. What are you going to do? But I just think at a certain point, when are we when is it enough? And a lot of people will say, well, then how do these kids, you know, how do they get out of the situation there? A lot of times football is their their ticket out. It's their ticket out. I'm like, well, then that has more to say about capitalism in general than it does sports. But I'll leave that alone. But, you know, it, it's, it shouldn't be the only ticket out of whatever situation they're in. They shouldn't be in the situation they're in in the first place. It's just a bonkers. And no one even considers that football's too. Nope. If anything, like, well, the NFL should help this kid. It never goes to, should we still be doing this? Because there's too many paychecks on the line. Exactly. No there's so much money being there's made. There's so much money on the line. Moved yeah. around. And yeah. And it's, but it's just such a horrible, a horrible sport. But again, you know, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe that, you know, when I was online, because I didn't see it live, when people were like, you know, they were, his name was trending. I was like, I don't even understand what's happening. And then when you read the story and you're, you're sitting there thinking, like, people are watching this? Like, they legitimately had, they had the cameras going while this person is dying on the freeway. There's a reason why you're on, when you're on the freeway, Steve, that the traffic slows down. And when you finally figure out what was holding it up, it's just simply a car crash. You know what I mean? People just love a car crash. They love to see, they love to rubberneck and see that kind of stuff. To take it on a lighter note, recently I was out in our wonderful Fresno freeway and there was a back to back to back to back, dude. I'm like, oh, this car crash must be crazy. Insane, Dan. There was no car crash. Too many people are moving here, G. What was it? Just like congestion? Just congestion. Oh no, we're getting like LA. Yeah, and mom, I call my mom. My mom's like, oh, yeah, every day. I said, what? She's like, you just work at a weird time. She's like, this is every day. <laughs> I believe it. I've seen the freeway, like southbound around like 430, between like 430 and 6. What it's not pretty. Hell? It's Remember not back LA, in the day we were able to just like, we were just able to just like, oh, I'll be there in seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Cost of living is driving everybody over here, man. Dude, I mean, and, it, and dude, I wa- I went online the other day. Just you know, I love to look at houses for you know, Bell and I. Eventually, one day somewhere, and someone dropped the price of their house fifty thousand dollars. That was not heard. That was unheard of um, two months ago. No one would have to drop a price because it would immediately get snapped up. Now they're dropping fifteen here, twenty here, thirty here, fifty here, and they've been on they've been on the market for forty days, fifty days. Now it used to be nope. Two days, it's snapped up. A week, gone. Not anymore, dude. Things are changing. And they were saying that the recession isn't necessarily hitting. People are smelling it. And so they're not spending like they were because people are smelling it coming. And they're like, oh, you're not going to get me like you did before. (laughs) And so they're not buying that house that they wanted. They're not buying that car that they wanted. They're chilling. And I think that's a very, it says a lot about the, the wisdom of, you know, monetary responsibility right now but it does help 
potential home buyers get a really, really good price right now on a house. Well, not right now. I'd still wait four months, five months. I'm just going to be sitting in my bunker 20 leagues below, just watching it all go down. And then I'm going to swoop in when it's time. <laughs> Dude, you could get a house for you. You might be able to get like a legit mesh on that. I don't think it, I don't, I don't know. Do you like, okay, let's say you're going to get like a new house, right? Yes. Are you going for that big fancy? No, no. Yeah, I don't need that no. shit. I Only really because don't. we're talking about uh, the the clean, cleaning. We realize how hard it is to keep a place like that clean, and it's just not worth it. I'm not hating on big houses, you know, big, no, no, na- no. nice mansion at homes. It's just not my style. I think I said I like the you know the 1950s through the early 70s type houses. My main concern is uh, four bedrooms and a place for the studio. That's it. If it's a smaller oh. than whatever, that's fine. You but know what I would what, love? What you we don't have a lot of them in Fresno, but I would love to find a house with a basement. I didn't even know we had those. Oh, no, no, no. I, I visited a house with a basement. Yeah, they exist. In They're all in our, like, you know, south. Tower. They're in tower, tower area, district. right. South of Shaw. Sorry but to get dude, local again. I went to one basement, and, this, you know, you passed right by it. I'm like, oh, look at that door. What's that? It was a because they were had an open house. And I opened the door, and so the people behind me were like, hey, what the hell is that? We went down there, right? And you could almost feel that some shenanigans were afoot. What do you mean? It was carpeted. It had a weird closet. There were mirrors everywhere. And everyone in there didn't say, because the the stairs were so steep that I had to help one lady down. Mm -hmm. And when we got in there, we were just like, "Uh uh-huh. What do you think, like a sex den? Oh, for sure. Oh, nice. Good for them. I mean, more power to them. But then another place we saw, I being nosy was like, hey, what's in that shack? So I walked down. Dude, I opened the door. I opened the, the, the door and I went in and it had a bunch of hangers all over. The, like, like I'm saying places that you can hang things. And then a bunch mm-hmm. of drawers and then like a, a weird middle desk. And I was like, it seems like a butcher shop. And the the real estate agent came out. She's like, oh, so you found the um the little place. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what is this place? She's like, oh, well, he was a doctor and he used to conduct um experiments. He, yeah, she was like, <laughs> he would do checkups in this room. That's I what said, we're calling him, huh? Checkups. I said, in his house? She's like, oh yeah, he had a private um I said, wait a minute, wait a wait, wait, wait a minute. He would bring people to his home here to do normal procedure she's like yeah general practitioner no gynecologist (laughs) Gynecologist. (laughs) but i promise you everyone that walked in there was just like oh something's not right here she's like you're not supposed to have him in this weird shack in tower district this is weird all right mr hudson i need you to sit on the fistomatic 5000 (laughs) (laughs) it was so and you saw where he hung his instruments and stuff but you could tell the real estate agent was like she's like oh so you found the i'm like oh you this wasn't part of the tour you don't want to show people the dungeon. There was a little death? bit of disappointment in her voice. Oh, sure. so you found the. Oh. Belle wanted to leave immediately. Hey, if you're getting skeeved out by the vibe in the house, that's not good. I don't see. I was telling her I don't believe in that because she was like, I get a weird vibe. I'm like, you're bugging. Mm, it's fine. Yeah. See, it's weird for me because I'm not religious. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in the afterlife, but there yeah. are some times where I felt like, man, there's just something funky right here. I don't know what it is. 
I don't want to find out. I'm <laughs> just going to move away from it. The only time I feel that is if I am walking down like a dark space and I can't see around a thing. And I don't, I'm like, what if something's behind there? Never have I walked into a house and I felt a weird skeevy vibe because I'm like, if I buy this house, I am now the vibe. My vibe takes over everything. Yeah, I've never been skeeved out in a house. I mean, outside of having like the little weird experiences that happened once that I've already talked about on even the show, but nothing to where it was just like, I feel an evil presence here. Nothing like that. But I've just, there's just been times in certain places, locations, outside even. I'm like, I don't, this doesn't feel right to me. I think I'm going to go. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's just human. Maybe your eyes more saw like intuition. something. That's intuition. Brain, yeah, your brain just didn't catch it but your eyes did see something. yeah like i in no way have any intention of saying that it was some kind of like psychic no dude. thing i was feeling it was just like there's something here that's not making me feel right i think i should bounce have you heard of this is so random dude oh by the way oh side to- side topic i heard a podcast this week that do exactly what we do what do you mean they don't know what they're gonna talk about they, they just ramble like, yeah yeah. You're giving all our secrets away. I think I we were, they were supposed to assume that was you know, the case, but, but now I was like, they how know. How are you guys doing this for a living when we do the exact thing, same thing, though? They don't do it any better than anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we do it better, and they're somehow on these. I mean, they have like. Do, is that a biased opinion, though, Steve? I mean, no, I have to no. ask a fair question. No. I, I listened to like 12 of their episodes, and I was like, they're good, but the reason I like them is because they do what. Me and uh, me, Dan and um, Ooh, Electric Shock do. Exa- I'm talking about exactly what we do. And they, but they also said they're like, we started in 2000, like when podcasts weren't a thing yet. Timing is everything. That's it. And that's, they're like, every day, like, as soon as it starts, they're like, so do you have anything you want to talk about? And they'll start talking about a movie and then get, for an hour, start talking about something else. And they're like, oh, crap. We never finished our, <laughs> our review on that movie. And people love it. People love it because they're like, they talk the way me and my friends talk. What's the name of this podcast, Steve? It's called. <laughs> I'll give you an honest opinion. Because you're like, we're better. I don't know. We are, dude. I'm a pretty modest guy, man. No, we, we're better. I think we're. <laughs> And they're good, dude. They're very, they're the most listenable other than, you know, our circle of podcasts. Um, they're the most listenable. Okay, it's done. I'll listen yeah, today. And I know you're going to be like, uh, uh, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, they totally. Because <laughs> when they're talking, next thing you know, they're talking about the business of movies. And then they're like, oh, crap, crap, crap. Let's get back to the. But they talk like friends. They don't do this whole do they have like one guy on the show that doesn't cuss? He's real straight edge, and the other one just does nothing but like dick oh, and ass no, jokes. Oh no, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay, no. then they'll never be heroes of noise, dude. Oh no, they cuss like, <laughs> like <laughs> both of them curse like sailors. And you uh, know, for, it's weird for me to ask you this after years and years of recording together. But being that you don't cuss and yes. you make it a practice not to cuss, uh-huh. in all honesty, is it like nails on a chalkboard when people were cussing around you? Not at all. Really? Uh uh-uh. oh. I don't even notice it. I don't even know. Matter of fact, I told I got Bell used to not curse around me, and I told her you have to because it's been proven that the people who cuss are technically smarter. Cussers are smarter, so I'm like, don't don't negate your intellect on behalf of my silliness. I don't think it's silliness, bro. It, it's total silliness, Jay. But now it's so it's the it's the sunk cost. It's, it's the ingrained. sunk cost thing. Yes. And also my brain is like, but you haven't done it in so many years. 
like, okay, now it's just sunk cost. I put so much into it that I don't. Um, was there a time so, in your life where you were just busting out f bombs oh, left and dude, right? I was a curse. I but the thing is, I was the best at it though. <laughs> like I'd make people die because of my. I'd make up these curse words, and they're like, "Dude, Steve," but. Every and they'd always have to tell me, "Hey, dude, we're going to you know have dinner with my mom. So can you?" I'm like, "What do you think I'm gonna do around your mom, dude? Your mom's known me since I was 12. You think I'm gonna go around there acting a fool?" And you know, what I'm saying yeah. I, the weird thing is the cousin never <laughs> I got know, when your friend when your friend doesn't trust you. Hey, man, dude, I need you, I need you to try. What do you because he say, thought I'd huh? slip? He thought yeah. I'd slip, and I hey, did. Mrs. Williams, how are those tits? Like, what are you what are you gonna say? Gee, I did slip a few. Like, if something dropped on me, I'd be like, oh. And I'd say, because it's my natural, because something dropped, I didn't have time to, like, catch myself. Yeah. And, but they never cared. I think the biggest thing was nigga. A lot of families, I could curse whatever, but some families, when I said that, they'd be like, hey, 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 ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, all right, all right, I see what you're doing. Black families? No. I was just wondering. Yeah. No, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, I think the most I got, obviously, other than white folks, Hispanics were really shady about it. They're like, is that okay to say in the house? Or Oh, Hispanics love saying that word. They do when I'm not there. I don't know why. Um, hip hop. I, I just don't get it. Hip hop. And also. It seems uh, weird. Like, like, I don't know. It just seems weird. No, it, I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And, and I think, uh, I know for me, I say that all the time. To the point, um, I have to be careful when I'm in the main facility. I have to really tone it down because no, uh, if I'm talking to jo- if I'm talking to like Joel, I'll just I talk like how I normally talk. And if but if I'm around someone else and I say it, Joel will be like, "Hey, bro." There, I'll be real with you. There was this conscious point in my life where because like I never ever said the word like how am I trying to say it? Like I never called anyone that. Yes. First of all, and I never used it just to use it. Yes. Right. However, listening to say like Ice Cube's America's yeah, yeah, Most yeah. Wanted or something yeah, like yeah, yeah I, I admit it. I was saying yeah. the word, but then it just got to a certain point where I'm like, I don't feel right doing this anymore. It's totally. I totally I don't know why I can't yeah. do it. It's weird. I can't do it. It's just it's just strange. Well, the know. thing is, if you go to these uh, hip hop concerts and Jay Z's telling the crowd to repeat after him, what are they gonna? What are you gonna do? Unless you were with a white friend, or unless you were with a black friend, I'm sure white folks was like, I guess we gotta repeat it, right? And you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, you can kind of blame it on them. Like when you have a whole SoFi stadium uh, repeating after you, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people, and I'm sure there have been situations where people leave the stadium and don't look at their friends the same. <laughs> I there, can guarantee you. There's a reason why I've never like. Uh, like rap to karaoke song or karaoke to rap song rather, because I would hate to slip. What about vi- vanilla ice? G that's come on, man. I think I could totally do vanilla. Ice. I bet you could. I think you are vanilla ice. I I can't do sir mix a lot. I realized cause baby got back came out. I was like, damn, I really don't know this song. I tried <laughs> it one night and I'd had a few too many in me. And I, I actually handed over the microphone to a friend. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I just handed it to him. Cause I knew he could walked off mid song. He went back up and finished it. Gee, I would pay money, Dan, a hundred dollars. If you would sing, an Anthony Kiedis song on karaoke as Anthony Kiedis and let me tape it. Cause you do such a good Anthony Kiedis that I'm like, I need a whole video of this. So let do don't stop. And just, <laughs> I would just videotape you doing it and see the crowd stop. you like, dude, this sounds, sounds just like that. 
<laughs> I don't know if it really does, though. Bro. You do. Do you sound just like Anthony Kiedis? And I'll- As you're telling me this, I'm currently scrolling through Apple Music trying to find like Red Hot Chili Peppers karaoke. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Do they not have it? I just I don't see anything. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Let's see. Uh, nah, I'm not. You know, sadly, Steve, they're not going to hear me do that right now. Oh, no, we're, but I'm saying we're going to do it in person one day. Okay. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, at a bowling alley. And I'm saying, now's better time as ever, dude. <laughs> why not? I why mean, not? I'll do a why, little key. Hey, as a, as a con- in conjunction, I know I've asked you this before, um, and I forgot your answer. Is Are the Red Hot Chili Peppers overrated to you? Yeah, man, come on. Okay, just make sure. I don't even All know right. how you can forget that answer. Just making sure. Because yeah. when they filled SoFi, I'm like, oh, I think Dan doesn't think that they should have. Uh, I'll entertain one more time. I just think that that they're a very talented band that makes music that I don't care for. Musically, Metal- okay. sonically, I think they're great. Uh, it's just Kiedis. I just can't do Kiedis. But I like their music. I think that, matter of fact, I heard Howard Stern's, uh, it was a repeat. Because he was on vacation during the Christmas break. But uh, Chili Peppers were on there. They just released their newest album, which I don't know what it's called. People but they played a song. And uh, maybe I can give the name of the song. It's like a new one. It's called. Dude, people love that the song, the album. It's called. I don't see the name of it. Oh, well. Anyway, I didn't really care for the song very much, but or his lyrics and everything, which I never do. But the music was really good. I'm thinking these guys are, you know, they're getting up there, it's but they're fleet. still killing it. It's Flea. Yeah, Flea's groove is just insane. All right. Well, another question. Other than Coheed and Cambria. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I'm I'm falling out of them, too. I, I've, I'm on a break. Okay. We're on a break. As of the last year, mm-hmm. what is an underrated group that you've just came up upon and you want our listeners to know? Be like, hey, they're underrated. They're not super popular, but check oh, them out. God, that's a, you know what? You got me on a... Back in the day, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's easy. And yeah. I'd say somebody. But honestly, man, I feel like I'm at this weird spot right now where I am out of touch with newer music. Oh, wow. I am. I mean, I think you are, too. I'm actually in touch now. Are you? Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I, I right well, now. I don't like it, but I've said I need to at least have my finger on the pulse of what that, because there's been times where they've been like, the, uh, the, the music award goes to this. And I'm like, I don't know anyone in the category. Not yeah. one person in this category. Yeah. So I can't have that happening. Uh, so you're talking about up and coming artists. Uh, or people that have been in the game for a long time, but they just don't have the love you think they should have. Oh, I could tell you one band for sure. Okay. It's a very niche thing. They're super talented. They're they're incredibly intelligent. It's just that they choose to write music that's that's different. And that okay. and that band is Ween. Have you heard me talk about Ween before? I have heard you talk about Ween and I've heard of them, never heard a song from them. They have been around since the eighties and they Jesus. and they started off. Like, do they just have weird shit? If I was to play their most famous song to you right now, you probably would say, I, well, I think you would say, I've never heard it before. But I think that you would have the inability. I'm not giving you like a, a discredit here. I just think that you wouldn't be able to be like, uh, okay, let me let me hear how this pans out. <laughs> I think you would turn that <laughs> shit off within 20 seconds. <clears throat> the thing is, is that these, these two guys, they go by, their stage names are Dean Ween and Gene Ween. They're not brothers. But, I love that, by yeah. the way. I like when people go by their, the name of the band is their last names in the group. Like, yeah. let's just pretend. Yeah, and they're yeah. super fucking talented. I mean, like, incredibly untalented. But their first few albums was simply them with, like, you know, an eight track, 16 track, probably okay. eight track, just making the weirdest music, putting weird vocals, like making their vocals go to, like, 
almost like Munchkin voices, and then they would go down real low, and they would just be oh, all these they would okay. Would really, they do that electronically, or do they do that with their voices? I'm gonna play their famous song. Yes, which please. It's like it's this song to me is kind of like the equivalent of like um, Epic by Faith No More. They don't sound like this, really. Do you know what I'm saying? But, but this it is, is what fact, everyone knows. If you do know them, this is the song you know them from. Yeah, I would. Okay, say that's so. fair. You're right. Epic is a great. <laughs> That's a great uh, analogy, dude. Yeah, Epic does not sound anything. Well, that album has a couple of similar songs, but it it sounds nothing like Faith No More. All right, so this is a song from the 90s. It's called Push the Little Daisy, Steve. This is how I was introduced to them. At the time I was listening to these guys, I was anything that was weird that didn't sound like normal music, I was pretty much going to gravitate to. Okay? Okay. And you'll see why. See what I'm saying? Hold up real quick. either have heard that song or you haven't heard that song i have not but i like it that's them when they were just it was just them and a whole bunch of instruments in a room with yeah, making weird I sounds dig what they're going for now now here's the thing steve and i'm not bullshitting you here wayne is a kind of a band where i think you should give them a chance because they again you're a musician and you can recognize talent yeah and these guys are legit talented it's just they again they choose to write different types of shit so uh I'm let me I'm see looking them up right now like they, they, their album, uh, my favorite album there is just called Chocolate and Cheese. And they wrote this groovy jam called Freedom of 76. Groovy shit. Wow. Prince is one of his biggest influences. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to show you right now. That's funny. Uh, and you can hear it. This is off of their album. It's one of their first ones. I think it's God Ween Satan is the name of the album. <laughs> and it is called. <laughs> That's a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. get the idea you can hear like old prince influence in there for sure that song is titled m l l y p steve and i'm gonna have to it's a sexy song (laughs) so write those letters down and figure it out 
M L, excuse me, L M L Y P. My something loves your L M L Y P. Let me ah, let me lick your. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it, like they they range like I could just sit here and give you like this workshop on how different I their music it, dude. is. That's dude, great. listen to Ween. I, matter of fact, I think I might have to make you a little playlist because I think I'm just gonna start from the beginning. This is one of those where I'm just because he calls Prince's John Lennon. He's like, see, that's my John Lennon. Whereas my John Lennon is John Lennon. He's like, yeah. Prince is my. And you know what star quotes them as his favorite band? Oh, Anthony Kiedis? No. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Which makes. They're great, dude. I saw them on my birthday last uh, last year. Not this last year. Sorry. We're at the beginning of one. So 2021. And uh, we're going to Las Vegas on March 17th to see them again. Gil and I are going to go to Vegas. They've been, they, you said by the, since the 80s? They formed in the 80s. Their first album came out in 1990. But I think they've been jamming together since like 84. Dude, that is such a long. And the thing is, are they, have they ever been a stadium band? No, no. Uh-uh. Always theater. Uh, let's see. That out. Yeah. My favorite album came out in like 94, I think. Yeah, 94. And they and were, they doing were playing, probably... They were playing. Have you ever been to Slim's in San Francisco? It's no longer existing. But Never. it's a nice size venue. I would say probably like. Probably 500 people. That's a good amount of people, dude. But the last time I saw them was in Oakland's Fox Theater. And uh, that's probably. Two couple thousand, maybe. That's where and it was packed and they okay, sold cool, out cool, three cool. nights in a row. Gee, that's a really good career. Like yeah. you don't have to be SoFi Stadium. You no. could be a legit. But also who they really they gathered that crowd. Like yeah. they didn't they didn't just I released in 1980 and was selling out Fox Theater. You know what no, I'm saying? No, yeah, this is something that just that just kind of has accumulated over time. Absolutely. And what's weird is see I never saw Ween before. The first time was in 94 when I wanted to go see them and uh anyway, we were in San Francisco. We had just gone to see another show uh Van Hole Courtney Love and we were going to go see Ween. We heard they were in town, so we went and there was like limited tickets available and Gail and I got, I think we were going to get robbed by, it was like a scam. Uh, this, the, the taxi driver dropped us off at the wrong area. We knew, I told him exactly where we were going to go, but he dropped us off in the wrong area and we got out and then we started getting followed by a bunch of people and we had to run into the store and shit and like have the people like call a cop for us and everything. But anyway, when we finally got to the show, we, we'd lost, like there was no more tickets, so we never got to see them. So I didn't actually get to see them until last year, 2021 rather. And uh, it was just amazing because to me, it would seem like that's the kind of band that would bring people my age, which they did, you know, you grow up with them, but they have like a whole new fan base now. Like Sarah's really into Ween. Like it's just, they kind of hit with that jam band kind of crowd. It looked like a Grateful Dead crowd kind of. Wow. And it was like all hippie, stinky kind of, not all hippies are stinky, but there were some stinky hippies there. I'm going to listen to other albums tonight, sir. I suggest that you start with Pure Guava. 1992. That's where they hit their strid eyed. Yeah. I, I like my favorite albums would go chocolate and cheese, 94 pure guava. But then I really like this album that came out afterwards called white pepper. That's a really good one. And the mollusk. Those are my favorite albums. The mollusk. Yeah. Mollusk is awesome. The mollusk is responsible for SpongeBob. Oh, I didn't <laughs> like, know that. Yeah. This album, it's all, it's a, it's basically a, it's not technically a concept album, but it's all themed around like aquatic, themes you know what i mean yes and uh like some of the songs sound like they're like they're like what's that we're like maritime uh 
like bar chants. Like, listen to this shit. Anyway, they go. You know what I mean? So just being drunk wow. with a bunch of sailors. Like, they're, dude, they are all over the place. It's You cannot lock them into any one particular. Hey, you know, I, I appreciate they're willing to be like, if one thing is really popular, that's a big Prince thing. If one thing is really popular, like, well, then I'm going to go far left. I'm not going to do Purple Rain forever. Yeah. So they decided, I'm not going to do that thing because you guys love it. That's that's a strong turn, dude. Dude, they are... I mean, he, just one more. One more. I'm actually very curious now. Like, if you are even slightly interested in taking on Ween, I got to hear how that turns out. I will definitely let you know. Cool, man. I'm I'm playing you some of their weirder shit, but like, once you just kind of get into the album, you're like, oh yeah, these guys really do. Like, they know their instruments. They're they're not fucking around. They're just. I appreciate anyone that's willing to take chances. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, speaking of taking chances, and then we'll get out of here, dude. Because I have to know. So for years and years and years, uh, one Steve Hudson has just talked so much about a particular movie. Yeah. Uh, not only you, uh, lots of people saying that it was the greatest, one of the greatest movies of all time. And uh, the theater box office results definitely showed that um, James Cameron at his tops and that it couldn't be done. Maybe it could be done again. Maybe it couldn't. But you were definitely in the, the James Cameron camp of he's going to do it again with Avatar and Avatar Way of Water came out, <clears throat> excuse me, came out just a few weeks ago. I saw it the opening night and I think you just saw it last weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So. You were a champion for Avatar, were you not? I was a major champion. Major champion. Yes. And matter of fact, I remember when Endgame was going on, there was a debate about whether which movie's better. And you were just, you were really into this movie. So now you've seen it. You saw it in IMAX 3D, correct? I did. Steve, what did you think of Avatar The Way of Water? I will say this. Number one, we all know that James Cameron is one of the best directors alive. He knows how to direct a movie. I knew that going into this. I knew, okay, the movie is going to look amazing. I don't know why people are just like, did you see how good it looks? I'm like, yeah, he had a few, a little while to work on that. Yeah, a little bit. He had a little bit of time. I wanted to know, is the movie good? And I, it, dude, the best I could give it, it was, it was okay. Really? It was okay. In comparison to the original? I like the like the original 
blew my mind. Even it, it blew my mind so much that the terrible story was overshadowed by how much it blew my mind. Okay. This one, I'm like, if I'm like, if if I make an album where I'm a a con- like I'm a killing the guitar, killing it. And they're like, dang, he's good on the guitar. Then I do it again, and it's the same thing. They'd be like, okay, we get it, but can you sing or anything, or is that your thing? You think? We're like, no, but I'm still. But like, yeah, we know you did it before, though. That's what James Cameron did. He's like, hey, blue people looking amazing. Got some green ones next to some got aquamarine it. ones. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I got it. I got it, G. Yeah. And then it, the, it, here's the here's how bad it was. I looked at my watch, G. Well, I, I, come on, dude. Three hours and 12 minutes? I should have been immersed. Because the first Avatar, I didn't even think of it. Because at that time, that Avatar was extremely long. Because we didn't have movies super duper. We did, but not many. So I didn't even check my watch on the last Avatar. This one, let me tell you how, how it went. There was a part where they're in the water world, which is great. That I kind of had to pee. Kind of. There was a drizzle. I walked my happy tail out. Oh, yeah. I peed twice. And I didn't even really have to go. I really didn't have to go. But I knew I wasn't going to miss anything. And I came back in and show enough. Didn't miss a thing. All right. Um, Did you enjoy the story better this time or last time? I think he doubled down on that ridiculous thing. Here's what he did. So the outside, what we a lot of people didn't like before is this outsider from the main world comes in, learns these people's culture within a month, right? And is able to do it better than they can. Fight better than they can, all that stuff. Because right? he's in the U.S. military, Steve. Bingo. This time, he goes to a water place and learns how to do what they do for all their lives in no time. I said, we did it again. We did it again. Now the whole family are fast learners. Because everyone was like, you don't even have the arms to swim well. You're, it's going to take a long time for you to learn. the. And then in one brief cut, like a cool little cut with music, he learns how to fly the thing. Your tail's all shabby in comparison to ours. But somehow, right? Well, you know, it's the power of Hollywood, Steve. <laughs> Pandora. And I was so taken aback by that. I'm like, there's no way James Cameron's going to have them learn this, right? Oh, James Cameron, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they learned it real quick. These people use their whole lives. They learned it in a week and a half. But they practiced a lot. That's why. I'm just, I was so taken out. And it was just like, by the end of the movie, I said, three, it could have, that could have happened in two hours flat. Oh, Two no hours. doubt. They could have saved off a lot of time. A lot of time, dude. Two hours flat. And then I guess it takes longer to drown than I thought. I guess you could just like kind of chill on the bottom of the ocean for a while before you're actually dead. Sure. In James Cameron's world. Absolutely. It's Pandora, yeah. Steve. And, oh, that's true. And you don't need CPR. You just come out, get on a rock, and you cough up. You're fine. Yeah. And I don't mean to repeat myself, Steve, but it's Pandora. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Dude, I was not. I was not. So this is a step down. Oh, dude. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So what do you give it? I'm going to give, ooh, man, the way of water. Ooh, 2.5 out of 5. 
brutal whale killings. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so you know how I feel about Avatar. Not a fan. Saw the movie. Rewatched it for a podcast, I believe. One of the hours just to sort of give my fair opinion of it being removed for several years from the movie. I think over a decade. And uh, yeah, I still felt the same way. I just, I get it. I understand what James Cameron was trying to accomplish back then and how we did accomplish it and how it got, that movie got to where it was financially, box office wise. I get it. It just wasn't for me. And I think a lot of people felt that way. Uh, So I go into the way of water, trying my best to not be biased. Like I really want to give it a shot because to me, the thought of James Cameron putting out a movie such as this one so far like in the distance of when the last one was reminds me of like uh, Guns N' Roses Chinese democracy. Like it's going to be a fucking like a disaster. You know what I mean? Like, why are we even doing this? And uh, so, but again, because I've gone so hard on this movie, I made it a point. Like I'm going to see it the first week, if not the first day, because I want to be, I want to have like an unbiased opinion. And I also want, I don't want like Twitter influencing me or anything like that. I just want to go and give my best opinion. So that's what I did. So we go into this movie. I did not know it was going to be three hours and 12 minutes long. It felt like three hours and 12 minutes long. And I will say that with the original Avatar, I totally get like the advancements in technology that James Cameron did and why it's so important of a movie to people. I will say that this one, no lie, is probably the best looking movie I've ever seen. Like, like. The 3D is just insane in this movie. The IMAX 3D is just, it's bar none. I've never seen 3D like that in my life. It was fucking beautiful. Like, it's so, the thing is with with the world of Pandora is that it's so alien. And even though it's so realistic looking in the, with the 3D technology that they're using right now, it's it still felt like a video game kind of to me, just because my brain didn't want to wrap it around that it's, oh, this is just another world, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm still seeing it as a, fictitious place rather than being fully submerged into it. But that's not a takeaway. Actually, I like I I guess I just saw it for all that it was as much as I could see into it and I really really enjoyed that technical aspect of it. Um I found the movie itself to be dreadfully long, but at the same time as much as I did not like Avatar, I found that this to me was a little like quite honestly, I think I'm in. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like this movie held my interest more. I didn't feel that the the uh, plot was so crazy, ridiculous that I just couldn't get on board with it. Like, I think Avatar did the it did the it laid the groundwork for me to where it's like, okay, if I can get okay. past that, I can definitely do this one. All right, and that's exactly what it was. Like, I I enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I don't know if I want to go see it again. I kind of want to go see it again for the spectacle of just the 3D, like just yeah. to sit there and watch the picture and not really get in into the movie so much. You know what I mean? But like, that's a long time to sit and watch that. I know that yeah. when it comes out on say Apple TV or something like that, it's not going to be the same effect. Like I really want to go see it one more time that way, but I don't really plan on seeing it for the plot. Like I just think, I think that if this movie had come out and it was not, wrapped in a beautiful James Cameron digital bow that this movie would be easily forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I enjoyed it more. I, I enjoyed the, I thought that that third act was phenomenal. I loved everything about it. I mean, it's just as far as just all the underwater stuff, the, the ship, you know, much like a Titanic kind of capsizing and, and then, you know, fighting for air and all that kind of shit. The, the weird thing with spider and, uh, his his uh, fake dad, 
Quar- what's his name? Quaritch or something like that. Yeah. That was that was that was a little weird and everything. But I enjoyed like the the whale story oh. arc. I enjoyed uh Sigourney Weaver's performance as Kiri. I thought that was really, really cool. I'm not entirely sure why they did that. Maybe I need to go back and watch the movie again. There were just some questions I had. Like, who did Stephen Lang get funky with at the end of Avatar to where they left a kid there? I have zero clue. Yeah, it's like one of those things we just had to assume, right? I mean, it's Avatar. It's so It looks so great. Yeah, that's it. It's just, <laughs> but look how shiny it is. And exactly, that's the thing. dude. So that's the thing. I'm trying to be... I did enjoy this movie more than the original Avatar. Yes, that's uh, a I fair did. thing. Yes. I really appreciate And I did see the other one, and I, I can't remember. I think IMAX was in Fresno when that one came out. I'm pretty sure I saw it then. I just didn't get wowed like I did on this one. Like, I walked out going, that shit looked really, really cool. But unfortunately, this movie is simply that. Like, I'm in it. I'm going to continue to watch these movies now just because I invested over six hours of my time <laughs> into the Avatar world. So, yeah, I'll continue on until I just can't anymore. But... I don't really think that the level of storytelling has really improved. It's a better story in my opinion than the original avatar, but I don't think the level of storytelling has improved at all. And I don't think that Stephen Lang, um, be it in human form or an avatar form is a great antagonist in this movie. Like I like, I think he's a pretty good antagonist. I like him and don't breathe, but I, I don't know. He just seems super cheesy to me in this one. And, And that has not changed at all. And then another thing that I find fault with this movie is why would you, I mean, maybe he just wanted to be in the movie. I'll I'll give him that. But why would you hire someone like Jermaine Clement and then not really use him for anything? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or Kate Winslet for that matter. Yes, she was, uh, she was, uh, what's her name? Ronald or Ronell or something like that. And yeah, but it, her significance in that movie, like Kate Winslet's, um, what am I trying to say? Like her contribution to that movie, to me, was like the equivalent of, um, oh, God damn it, I'm going to forget her name now. Uh, 13 going on 30, her her friend. Uh, she was in, She's in um, Reboot. What's her name, Steve? Reboot? Yeah, the TV on uh, Hulu. Reboot? Oh, you mean the, the uh, white girl? Yes, what the hell is her name? I always forget out. it. I'll and I like her. Yeah. I'll get to it. But basically... She was in Planet of the Apes and she played Caesar's wife. Judy Greer? Judy Greer, thank you. She was in Planet of the Apes and played Caesar's wife and she never spoke. She just went, "Mm." As wife shouldn't. Hey, (laughs) if you didn't say it, I was gonna. (laughs) Amen to that, baby. It's all truth in 2023. (laughs) Just kidding, everyone. Just joking. It's a little bit of New Year's fun. Just New Year goofing is all we're doing. But uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I just I just didn't feel like, why put her in? There was really nothing that she was contributing to it. I, I don't know. This whole movie was just, I, I don't feel any different about Avatar. I just feel like this was a better movie, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, I'm going to watch the next one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch the next one. But it's not, like, if it, because in order for it to break even, it has to be the biggest, the biggest movie ever. Ever, Gee, right? it's jumping pretty quick. I don't think it's going to hit it. This is as of January, what's today, the 6th? Yeah. Yeah, so as of today at 9.49 a.m. on Deadline.com, Avatar The Way of Water moves up to number nine on all-time global chart with 1.547 billion. And what's number one? Uh, isn't it the original Avatar? 
Is that did, did it beat uh did it finally beat Endgame? Uh, I'm trying to find a comparison here. This is just something I pulled up real quick to get the the most recent box office. However, Steve, it did overtake Maverick. Did it? Like nothing. It's like, get out of here, Maverick. All right, hold out. Let's see. Midweeks continue to be strong for the Navi, with Wednesday adding $26.4 million from 52 overseas markets, a drop of 33% on last Wednesday. Not oh, it's not going to happen. Totals, not included in the totals above, Korea is at an estimated $79.6 million uh, through Thursday, and China at an estimated $173 million, with Maoyan upping its... I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest with you. My glasses are fucked. Upping its final projections to RMB. What is that? What's RMB? I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I was reading that. I'm not sure what that is. RMB, 1.5 billion. So it's at one point. Dude, do you know what's number 11 on all time highest grossing movies? No. Furious 7. Really? <laughs> hey, speaking of Furious, how many times are they going to say family in this movie, too? Dude, like, they dude. might as well have just, they might have put Vin Diesel in there just to be nice about it. Dan, it's going to have to make another $1.4 billion. It's not happening. It's already losing 23% because a lot of the reason that the first Avatar made so much money because of word of mouth. Yeah. People are not leaving here talking about it all week. Yeah, no uh, way. Quite honestly, I haven't really heard much outside of looking for it, like going exactly. to my friends' podcasts or other podcasts that have opinions that I want to hear about this. I haven't really heard much about Avatar 2. Not even kind of no one yeah. like before. I couldn't stop talking about it, dude. When I left, I was like, I, I was like, no, work, you I was were like, a hey, part of a special dude. crew, man. A lot of yes. people felt the same way you did. Loved it, but this time I listened to Pop Culture their review of it. I think I I'm really with like Jake was like, hey, kind of not buying it. I'm like, yeah, I know. I thought I was the crazy one. He's not I'm not buying it. Yeah. that's it's not terrible but you're kind of looking around being like am i but then again this time i'm not looking if you listen to enough reviews there's always one person at least in the room that's just like yeah it wasn't really that didn't happen in the first avatar everyone was like we've never seen it and then i didn't really like the variable frame rate where for a while it's just normal 3D, then all of a sudden it seemed like you were in a soap opera. Yeah, that's like what I was going to say. Like it's crazy because like the frame that's a higher frame rate, correct? Yeah, it, yeah, it varies. It'll it'll like uh, it'll be a the way they shot it is for a while it will be normal, but certain frames, certain rates, all of a sudden it'll be like right in your face. You're like, yeah, that takes me out. It feels like I'm watching a soap opera. But then back to normal. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, didn't I like never that. really knew what to call that, but I did say that to Gail. I'm like, I feel like I'm watching like a 70 sitcom now. It's yes, still live. Dude. Or how, that live look to it. I don't yes, know how to exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not. I don't that. like that look. And then some of the, um, like when the boats would hit something and then the people would fly out, it just looked like a video game. It didn't even look like real people at all, dude. But I guess they had to put all the attention onto the Navi, uh, which makes total sense. I mean, because I will say I have never seen water rendered that well. It looked like water, dude. Yeah. I said, wow, this is amazing. But it's so that it just shows how the story was so lacking because even that couldn't, it See that? couldn't get me. It still couldn't get me enough, dude. No, I, I feel you. And that's how I feel like Cameron's not writing like he used to write. No. He's just well, not. Yeah. You yeah, know, he he's, got, he's, and he even got help. He got yeah. help. And even still, they were probably like, but you know Cameron, though, Dan. Of course I guarantee hey, you if we, they we had, had lunch I, yesterday. Huh? Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. perfect. Go on. 
<laughs> no, but I, I know that even if they had ideas, it feels like Cameron's like an alpha. Yeah. Where if nah, they we're going to do this I- instead. Exactly, dude. I have a oh, feeling yeah. that happened at least once where they're hey. like, you know, we should probably do this. And he was like, yeah, wrong. Again. You know, I like to say this about certain people. And this yeah. definitely fits that category where I feel I can say this and be accurate, you know, accurate, if you will. Steve. Accurate, yes. This is a classic case of yet another person, in this case, James Cameron, smelling his own farts. That's it. Absolutely. He's just smelling his own farts. And he had like 13 years to smell them. Yep. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. I'm not hating on this movie like I have been with the other. Avatar. No, 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 no. This no, one no. to it's me, it's terrible. like, no. no, this one to me is like, listen, you said that you were going to come out and you were going to impress us with a new type of technology. And guess what, buddy? Job well done. Totally. Because I am dude. fully behind the technology that they're doing. Absolutely. Yes, I, I agree with you on the variable frame rate thing. But still, it for me, it didn't take me out of the movie. I left super impressed with the technology of this movie. Absolutely. However, like I said earlier, you take all that shit away. You have yourself a a pretty mediocre movie that's my if you that took, i'm not recommending to people because quite honestly we've probably seen it a hundred times absolutely dude how, which movie did you talk about more this or top gun to oh, people to be like go see that movie top gun for sure absolutely top. Yeah. Absolutely. i talked about to be honest with you i talked about mission impossible trailer before avatar more oh, than i've talked shoot, about avatar totally because right, that shit dude. was like i know we talked about that but what did you think seeing it oh, oh. You, you did get to see it in the theater right Dude, let me tell you what happened. Remember when I text you? Oh, yeah. The thing broke. Yeah, it broke. So they had to start it at the movie. Oh, bummer. Like they, they're like, Our, the light's not working. This is, And so it, I had to wait there for 30 minutes before the movie started. Oh, but I would have loved to see. Uh, like, I was looking for you. told me. You're like, oh, dude, it, it looks. I, they didn't show it. That's what a shame. Do, but well, I, I, mean, I wish I would have seen it. Hey, you know, you saw it anyway. You did see what dude, was. Uh, Tom Cruise. The stakes. Too. The high stakes that this man gives himself is just crazy oh what did you rate what did you rate um okay so again i did enjoy it more than the original avatar i enjoyed it more than you did apparently uh the story had like it held my interest but again it wasn't fooling me i knew exactly what we were dealing with so i will give avatar based mostly on technology alone i'm going to give it a 3.75 out of five uh severed hands yeah you know what's funny dude that's a good that's a good rating I, I do believe that he's he's definitely he's a better technologically savvy director than he is um script writing. Yeah. Like remember he's T2, like uh, he's we he's, had, he's kind of like uh, Lucas in a way. Yes, because we had never seen anything like T2. T2 yeah. blew our freaking we we're like, look at and the it was guy a great coming story. back together. Oh, you know what? That was a good story. Dude. It was a great story. You know what? You're it's right. It's my favorite Terminator movie. Shoot. So he can do it. Yeah, he totally could. And I mean, Titanic, some people you're liked right. it, some people didn't, but I enjoyed no, you're Titanic. Right. You're totally right, dude. You're it's no, just it, suddenly he dropped off. You know how good you have to be where everyone knows the ending of the movie and they still feel surprised? Yeah. That's exactly. how good you have to be. So he can write a good I just think this one, he's so focused on the visuals. Mm-hmm. And like they said, they're like the fourth and the fifth are going to depend on how good the second and the third. Second, I think it's enough for them. I don't know, though, dude. Didn't he say he has up to seven sequels? He has a bunch ready. It's crazy. I don't think but we'll if, make it. I don't think that this this uh, franchise will do the numbers it needs to to get to seven. This isn't dude, Harry Potter. If they gave him as much money as they're saying they did. I think a, a CEO is going to look at these numbers and be like, yeah, for any other movie, these are great numbers. We gave you money where you have to be the biggest movie of all time to break even. 
and you did not hit those numbers. And you expect us to fund? That means they got to give away three billion dollars for the next two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could cripple a whole. Uh, that could cripple a movie theater. And also, this also gives Tom Cruise a lot of leverage. Where he's like, "Look what they gave James Cameron, and look what he gave them. Look what you gave me, and look what I delivered." I don't ever want you guys saying no to me. Can't argue that. You know what I'm saying? Can't argue you, that, dude. If I ask you for a billion dollars, you know what should be in my mailbox when I get back to my office? A check for a billion dollars. This is the truth, man. You know how I've always been about Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, I dig his movies, but he's crazier and I'll get up. He is. I don't even care if he's crazy as I'll get up anymore. <laughs> With the he last few movies this dude has put dude. out, I'm like, bring it all, Tom. And I guarantee you, this fucker will end up in space filming. Oh, no question, dude. And he made us believe that Henry Cavill was a villain. That's tough to do, G. Yeah. Like, because I thought, oh, he's Superman. We looked at him. I was like, I hate that man. Like, what, by the end of the movie, I was glad that he died. I remember when he did the, he's the one that brought us the reloaded fist, dude. Mm-hmm. Come on, dog. Yep. Come on, dog. So I'm looking, that's the movie. Like, I'm looking forward to Mission Impossible, and I'm looking forward to the next Top Gun. What's your most anticipated movie of 2023? Oh, I love that you asked me that. Let me look. I have to do that myself. This was just one that I just thought of. I pulled I it out of my ass, as they say, Steve. Um, upcome 2023 blockbusters. Ah, here we go. I'm looking myself. What in the hell is The Rock doing? Oh, he's going to be doing a Christmas film. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Guardians, I'm not. I will watch it. Just to be in the convo. What about... Oh, John Wick. John Wick is definitely up there. <laughs> That's up there. Aquaman, I'm not. Um, Ant-Man, yes, but only because I really want to see Kang. Creed 3, highly anticipated for me. Hey, but you know Craven me and Rocky. What's the Hunter? What's that? What's Craven the Hunter? Craven the Hunter is uh that's going to be oh god what's homie's name? I don't like that guy. Everyone loves him. He was um he was Quicksilver in uh Ultron. What's that guy's name? Oh. I know what you're talking about. He was Kickass. Oh, which I was didn't a great know movie. That. I'll watch that. Oh, I'm going to watch it. But it's going to be off of that Sony Marvel. Oh, I don't know if I will. So you know how that goes. I'll tell Ooh. you what I'm not looking forward to seeing. I've never what? seen one of these movies, by the way. It has nothing to do with the content. I just I have no desire. Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Steve. Hell no, dude. No. Have you ever seen any of the Magic Mike's? Not not even one. I No desire. Uh, yeah, Creed 3, definitely up there for me. Um, what Ooh, else? John Wick? Um, what about the Marvels? Or the sure. Marvels. No, no, no. I will definitely watch that. Evil Dead Rise is another one. Have you seen the trailer for Evil Dead oh, Rise? Dude. I have not watched it yet. It's going to be fantastic, Dan. I, I've I kind promise. of been, you know me and trailers. I like to watch them. And this one, I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe I, maybe I don't want to watch it. I've been sitting on it. Bro, what about I got to tell you, I don't what? think this is going to be one of the top movies of the year. But, and I don't like these movies. Have you seen the trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beasts? I have not. Bro, that. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fucking action, dude. I was not a Transformer. Like, I, I was not a little bit I. older than the Transformers crowd, so I didn't get into it. But there's, like, this gorilla fool. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Optimus Primal, I think is what it is. This big gorilla. Nice. Looks dope. Looks really, really dope. Indiana I, Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Steve. I want to see that. I want to see Renfield. Renf- oh, have you seen the trailer? 
I have not watched the trailer. Check it out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chill for a second here, because guess what I have pulled up right now? What's that? For us to watch. Oh my god! How good does that look? Do you know how good? Other than one thing, do you know how good that looks? I am so stoked to see this movie now. Oh it's my! There. That might be my that dude. It's one of them. I think it so. Might I, be. You know why? You know why I judge it is because I had a smile on my face the entire time I'm watching this stupid trailer. Dude, I love how he was just like, "Why would you phrase it like that?" But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's now, dude. I that's my number one right now. I'm hearing like I'm listening for your your tones and things as this trailer's going on right now, and I'm hearing nothing. But that's a good sign. I can tell it's a good oh sign. Oh my god, dude. And then Aquafina shows up. You gonna still go through it? You gonna you put know, yourself dude, through it, man? Here's the thing. You know what I've learned? This is gonna be a great thing to go out on after we talk about our other movies. Uh-huh. I don't know her. If people only judge me based on what they saw online, they uh-huh. may not like me either. Right. So I need to be like, until I meet this girl and talk to her, I can't hate her sight unseen. This is growth for you, Steve. This is a growth mindset, and I like it. Yeah, I'm here I'm, for it, sir. I'm not it, uh, immediately. I was like, oh, but I'm, my, my brain was like, oh, what, what, Steve, what? Yes. You, you had lunch. Was she mean to you? She slapped you, huh? Uh-huh. That's what happened. I'm like you know, she didn't. <laughs> growth mindset, Steve. I enjoy so, yeah. this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very. I think this is. Oh yeah. No, this beats. Um, this is my number one. Really. For now, this is my number one. It looks really fun. You know, it's when right I, up my alley, dude. I shut it down too quick. Uh, do you know when it's supposed to come out? April fourteenth. Oh God damn it! It can't the come quick enough. Day before my birthday. Can't come quick. Oh, oh, day before tax day too, ladies and gentlemen. Get those taxes ready to go. Uh, okay, so other movies. I, are you looking for Winnie? Are you looking for the Winnie the Pooh? Uh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, Oppenheimer. I am not. How about you? I will see it just because it's going to be one of those movies that's going to be the, you know, like the center of conversation for that week of podcasts and such. But I'm not as crazy for Nolan as everyone else is. Neither. And I call bullshit a lot of the times, too. And again, uh, what was that last one? Tenet, dude. Fuck that movie, yo. (laughs) I hated that movie, dude. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I, I will watch it just to... I don't know. I almost feel like I am a bit of a contrarian sometimes. I don't really mean to be, but there's those times where I'm just not buying it. And there are some people I think that is, if it has the name of like Christopher Nolan or, you know, just certain people, it doesn't really matter. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm using Christopher Nolan as an example. That's all that matters. And it's going to be fucking awesome no matter what. This is when I like to jump in and be like, well, actually, I like to be like my kids there. My kids are always, well, actually, dad, actually. Well, all right. So, what about cocaine bear? Yes. Hell yeah. Cocaine bear. What about Dune Part 2? <laughs> uh, another movie I will see. I uh, did not dislike it as much as you did, but I did not find it to be thrilling. But then again, yeah. I've never read the book. Now, see, Steve, here's the thing. I'm out exercising more now, and I'm listening to a lot of audiobooks. I'm wondering if I should throw Dune in the audiobook. If, you're, if you have 88... If I have, you wait. know, the next year exactly. to listen to it. Then again, um, if you notice, Stephen King's books are 28 hours or so. Yeah, I have one in Libby that's queued up. I'm waiting for it. What Fairy is it? Tale, I think is what it's called. Fairy Tale? Oh, yeah. Dude, you, that means you're going to wait for like, what, eight, nine weeks? Uh, I will tell you right now. Let's see. I think it's a nine-weeker, what? I'm waiting for a while. I have several books out. But anyway, yeah. I yeah. could send you my list. Send it to um, me. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Mad Max, The Wasteland. It was supposed to be titled something else, I thought. It says Mad Max, The Wasteland. 
I thought it was going to have another title. Abdul-Mal- and Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with Anya Taylor-Joy, but it was supposed to be... Okay, cool. The Wasteland. That's what it's called. It was going to be... Um, God, you and I did not really care for this movie very much. We're like the only two people that felt this way. But it was uh, Charlize Theron's character. Oh, really? Oh, Furiosa. Furiosa. Yeah. So basically, Anya Taylor-Joy is a young Furiosa. Man, Charlize Theron. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, man. Dude. <laughs> I saw her the other day, and I'm like, son of a bitch. There's something she's going on there, man. Oh, you Dude. know who she had a freaking crush on? And they remember Ellen pulled him out? For her. Wait, wait, what? What are you talking about? She said, I have a crush on a certain person, and El- Ellen DeGeneres on her show, she's like, well, surprise, he's here. Who was it? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? This guy. That's all I'm saying. This guy. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, uh, Equalizer, I'll watch anything Denzel. So. Oh, we got a part three coming out? Yeah, with Homegirl from uh, Man on Fire. I'm in. Like, They're I, reuniting. I, I liked the, uh, the first one. Yeah. Oh, Chloe Grace Moretz is back? No, uh, Dakota Fanning. Oh, from oh, oh. the Man on Fire. Sorry, they decided sorry. I got my movies mixed up for a second. Yes, yes. She I was guess, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz was, was uh, Equalizer one. Yes, I guess the, uh, the the director was watching Man on Fire, and he's like, "Hey, you think we should we could get Dakota?" And Denzel was like, "For sure, I could give her a call." And so they got a uh, Dakota Fanning. Hey, side note, side note that we get out of here. Gee, you know uh, what, what? The guy, the man that directed um, uh, Man on Fire. His name is, I always get the Tonys mixed up, Tony Scott. Mm-hmm. And he directed all the big movies. Okay. Did you know he died? I did not know he died. Do you know how he died? I do not. He jumped off the San Pedro Bridge. Suicide? Holy shit. Yes. That's what I said. I, had, I thought he was still directing movies, dude. Suicide's crazy, man. Who was speaking of Ellen? Who's that dude that just killed himself? Oh, I don't know. I don't know him. I didn't like know that. his. Yeah, I didn't know but his deal. Either, and then I, I did get when people were like, "Look how happy he was the day before." I'm like, "Stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything." Yeah, that's Stop just a front. Doing that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know what people are going through. But and, what is uh, crazy though about that, and I don't have it. Like you know, I can't tell you what he was talking about, exactly, but I did yeah. watch it briefly. Was that he did actually make a like an update video the day before. Like that's something that you don't have to do. You, don't you know what I'm saying? Like there it. was one that he did with his wife where they were like dancing and stuff like that. I get that. The wife wants to do a, a video or something like that, but he actually put out a video the day before that was like with good positive thoughts and stuff like that. So but that just, know, it's, it's amazing to me how the mind can just flip. I don't want to call it snapping, but you know, well, I mean, it, it's a sad, sad, you know, I don't, I don't like to, you know, when people are just like, well, they were just so happy that the day before I never really responded. I'm like, you know what, dude, you, I, I can't call that one. They were having a good day. They were having a good, exactly here. I'm sending you, you can open it right now. Tell me if you got it. I haven't received anything yet. So, oh, there it is. Open it and see. If oh, nice. Is this like a, just a, holy shit. Those are all the books I've read. Damn, son. You've been. This is audio and regular. Yes, most Jesus, of these are the audio. Jesus, dude, how many books is ones that? Don't, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't count it. That's a lot, dude. But those are all good. Most of them are good. Cool. Thank you. I will check that out. I, I'm reading one or I'm listening to one right now because I just got my Libby to? back. And you know how, like, when you get on Libby, uh, sometimes you just can't find anything. Dude. Like it's all checked out. And dude and. But then you don't want to check the thing where it says only show things are available. You're like, no, I do want to put myself on the holding list of some good things, though. Yeah. So 
I'm trying to make it a point. I'm still listening to podcasts and stuff, but I'm trying to make it a point when I'm out to listen to audiobooks. Isn't and they can be dude. they can range from anything from like, you know, self-improvement to Absolutely. fiction to it's whatever. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, this time around, last week I needed something. I didn't have my Libby account and I didn't want to buy an audiobook. So I'm a cheap bastard when it comes to certain things. So I ended up going back and re-listening to one until further notice and that was the uh the storyteller dave girl just because i wanted something in my ears that it's i knew i would like and, yeah. it's a, and it's a great fucking book. A great book like seriously i'm not going to talk about the book but i will say one thing after listening again there are just certain people in the world that have charmed lives dude and he is one of those people for every sure. like, single thing that like there are so many points where i'm like oh wait that's just happenstance yeah like that randomly happening is you just have a charm but he was ready for the at bat though yeah yeah. yeah, he was ready. But like that story he told about losing his wallet. Dude. And then 10 years later, the wallet, Dude. you know, that's kind of Come shit. On, doesn't man. happen to everyone. So anyway, yeah, since I'm talking about it, if you haven't read or listened to The Storyteller by oh, Dave Grohl, I highly suggest you listen to it. Reading it, I'm sure it's fine. You're probably going to get some cool pictures and stuff like that for reference. But uh, his storytelling is fantastic. I'm, I'm oh, glad he called it, it the storyteller. That means you'd like um you read Paul Simon's. I have that one on hold actually. Oh, dude, you're gonna you are gonna have so much to say. Yeah, I got that one on hold. His, oh, dude, it's gonna be great. You're so I ended up because I really couldn't find a lot, and I wanted to listen to something on my walk. So I pulled up an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Whose autobiography do you think I'm reading, listening to, Steve? Oh, um, this is fun. So it's I, I'll, it's an actor. actor. I'll go there. Yeah. Autobiography. Steve Martin. No. That's I have that too. one though. Yeah, put that on. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, just to let you know, it does not go through his whole life. It only goes through from his stand-up career. Um. So just to let you know. Okay. No, I have that book. At least I have yeah. that book by Steve Martin. It just it it, it shocked me because he ended. He's like, well, you guys all know what happened from here. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and the rest is <laughs> as they say history. Like, oh. But anyway, uh, let me think. An actor, comedic actor, has he done comedy? Yes. He, he or she. He. Okay, has he done comedy? Yes. Oh, this is not his um not his forte. That's interesting. Action. Did, action mm-hmm. you're li- an action. He's a bit of a pariah right now. Oi. And we've talked about him recently. Oi. <laughs> Black? Mhm. Black action star. That's a bit of a pariah. It's not Wesley. Oh, very close in letters, though. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, dad, got it. Will Smith, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Will Smith's book? It is called Will. Yes, I'm listening. I'm, I'm and listening how do you like him. it so far? It is, uh... <laughs> Is there a full title or is it, I think it's just called Will. Willard. Yeah, read by the author, unabridged. Um, it's interesting so far. It's fine. You know, I mean, I, I like listening to people's life story. And he's so an interesting guy just because like we already had this conversation last week. But dude did some shit. I'm not entirely well, sure that I'm uh, in disagreement with that under the circumstances. You know what I'm saying? And I'm listening to his book. And it's actually uh, all I've really learned about so far is that his father was pretty hard on him and his brother as far as how they raised them. I didn't even know he had a brother. And um and then it, right now it's all talking about how his teenage years and how he met Jazzy Jeff. So it's been interesting. Oh, I might and have like to going pick that to parties up. and battling and shit like that. So that's I might have I'm to pick that up, dude. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah I might have you know, to pick at it first up. though, I got a let me see if I can pull up the forward real quick or the intro because I was like, mm. does he talk that loud talk that he always does? <laughs> yeah. 
And so I met Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, no, he's definitely talking. Then... He's definitely talking like this in the book, for sure. All he's talking the time. like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's also doing. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Because I almost turned around and went, Nah, I'm not gonna do it. Let me see. Hi, you're listening to my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Hold on. Oh, it's in Libby. That's why. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That is so funny. I'm gonna lose my place. I think. <laughs> But I had to because when I because I was like, oh, I'm going to tell Steve about this book. I'm thinking this to myself, but I'm also like, he's going to hear that forward or intro and he's oh, going to just turn Jesus. that shit off immediately. <laughs> why? Why is my Libby not working? I really want to play this for you. Let's see. <laughs> I almost backed out. Right here. Listen. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, one, two. Is that how he does the book? Dan? No. No. Oh. Listen. Thank you for taking this time with me. <laughs> oh. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. So it's like this. No. So anyway, that's I his intro. I'm downloading this book right now. And and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this the whole time. But no. I mean, yeah, he's got that talk because I think this is how he talks. But like, it's not. To me, it's not annoying to where I couldn't get past it. Thank you for listening to my book. Thank you for listening. Oh, Will. Okay. Uh, dude, it's available now. Get it. Let's read it together, Steve, and then we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Hey! Borrowed now. Nice. Reading Mark or listening? Madsen. Reading or listening? I'm listening. Nice. All right, then. We got well, something to talk about next week. A, Look at this. See? I it was available. 2023, we're planning stuff out. We've already got something to talk about for the next Let's episode. see how long this book is. 16 hours, I believe. Jesus, what the hell does he have to talk about? A lot of shit he's going to talk about, Steve. <laughs> he's going to talk about getting divorced. He's going to talk about Philly and all kinds of Johns. We have, a, we have an open relationship. Yeah. And so, um... This one time I walked in, right, and she was getting dicked down on the Shays Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I walked into a church, and they were like, you got to be quiet. I said, okay, let me ask y'all something. <laughs> They said for me to say my prayers quiet. So I was like, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. All right? (laughs) Stupid. He'd be the first killed in a quiet place. You say we can't say nothing? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Hey, can y'all keep it down? I'm trying to watch this movie. (laughs) Gee, I don't know if I could... I, you know what's funny? I, I bet he would just make me laugh just talking to me. I'd be like, dude, you are so much, bro. Listen, man, I know it's just easy to take this little piece of, of history on him and be like, and be you know, very 2022 about it all. But I've liked this guy for a very long time. Dude. And I'm I just going to yes. read the book. I'm gonna, I can't wait to read it because if I, if I was judged on my worst moment. Exactly. Because he's been the most beloved for so long. We all have a moment mistake. in time that we're not proud of. I Dude, do. What, what that means is people were waiting for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. People Let's jump were, on the guy that we never thought we could jump on. Because uh, I don't know if anybody knows, but uh, Dana White just hit his wife and no one's talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to front and act like that whole thing wasn't like total fodder for conversation when we talked about it initially. But that's Absolutely. what it was. It happened Absolutely. and we talked about it. But like, you know, time has been we've been removed from that, basically. And, and honestly, I'm not ever <laughs> condoning violence, but no. 
I just always thought he was kind of goofy. There's certain situations where if I was to put myself into that, I don't know how I would react. I just think he's always got, for me, he's always been goofy. I think me and a lot of cats, he's like, he's just a goofy cat. That's not even, that might be worse than the whole hitting thing. Cause I'm like, we kind of judged him because he's not hard enough for us. Yeah. You (laughs) You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about this book though, Steve, is that it came out in November of 2021. Oh, if it, if it had only been just a few months more, we could have had oh, some dude. some backup story in there. And, and if some, it would have came out a few months later, yeah. it would not be available right now. Probably not. It, people would have been like, oh, I got to hear. I wonder if he's going to go into him, him and Jada's... Because uh, uh, I know he's jealous of Tupac. I Jada's think like so, dude, because been. he talks about, uh, you know... Pon- now, was he married before? Yes. Okay, because he does talk about divorce in this here. Yes. But um, yeah, I think... This like the the first chapter is him telling. <clears throat> so sorry, let me try that again. The first chapter is him telling the story about his brother and him and his dad how they had this wall that they were building. I assume it was for their house, and it took forever for them to build this because it was two kids. And the dad was like, "This is building character. Go out there and build this fucking wall, day or night, rain or shine, sick, whatever." They were out there building this wall. So his whole thing is like, I look at my life that way. I can't look at the my life like the wall. I'm looking at it as each individual brick. Or actually, it's more like, I'm looking at it like each individual brick. (laughs) Building a wall. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is his, his, you know, it's like an analogy for just all of the different things that have happened in his life. So I'm very curious to see what turns up in this book. I'm only like, I don't know, as far as uh, listening goes, I'm probably 45 minutes to an hour into it. Oh, well, yeah, well then, yeah. So far, I like you. I will give you my review next week. Sounds good, brother. Well, I guess that pretty much wraps it up for another Heroes of Noise episode. Episode 201, first one of 2023, ladies and gentlemen. A great one, no less. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate that. I feel the same way. You know what I mean? You know, we killed it as normal. And the next time you're going to hear us, we're going to be killing it again and talking about Willard Smith and how good his book was. Love y'all. I'm going to give it like four out of five (laughs) slaps. You know, and by the way, uh, in the interim, if we're not around and you want to hear something like us, apparently they can listen to what is it again, Steve? Dude, I'm not going to give them too much time. <laughs> not a, no way, dude. I said it when I said it twice. I was like, I don't like this. It doesn't feel good at all. Okay, I will tell you what. I will bleep it out for you. How's Please that? do because I, will. I, I only want to give love to our circle. Fair enough. I'm going to go ahead and bleep it, and uh, I promise we're not talking about anybody that we know personally. No, <laughs> no, we really aren't. I'm just kidding. All right, enough babbling. I got some exercising to do, Steve. It's my day off today, dude. You're not going seven days a week, are you? No, I, I go okay. five. All right, I go five. All right, enjoy your workout. Thank you, sir. Uh, I think you said your goodbyes already, did you not? Yes, I did. All right, then I'll say mine. Hey, everyone. It's been great talking to y'all. We'll be back before you know it, because that's what we do. My name is Dan Ramirez. That is Steve Hudson, and we are this little team that we call the Heroes of Noise. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.